0: Happy Mother's Day. Hope you moms feel loved today. That was fun. Well, today we're ending a four-week series called My God is Bigger. And when I did this title, this is no pun. I mean, I wanted you to know today, I I hope you feel loved and affirmed today. But God's bigger than you. (laughs) And some of you are like, God's bigger than my mom. He must be a big, big God. He is. How many of you would agree with me? Your mom has a phenomenal influence in your life. You better raise your hand high. She's going to take you off this planet right now, okay? She, she carried you for nine months. You know what I'm saying? Or, well, some of you didn't get carried for nine months. But, okay, buddy. You know what I know about our great God, though, is he's so big that he records our life. He records our very first breath. The scripture says that he takes her tears and he stores them in a bottle. And this is the one I've always found fascinating. I did when I had hair. He knows the number of hairs on our head. It, that's not funny but as i get older it's it's like well yeah that, that's probably not real hard but some of you are like you got a lot of hair but to know all the hairs on everybody's head he, the scripture said he knows even when the sparrow falls what an amazing god the toughest job i know has to be being a mom it's just difficult you get a manual in god's word but it's not like we took classes necessarily in school and mom has to be an expert in everything she has to be an expert in medicine now she doesn't have a medical degree but she has to know an awful lot about how to treat the body and how to help you feel better the other thing is she has to be really good at finances she has to know how to uh, handle finances in the home she has to be a culinary expert because how many of you would agree i'm going to raise my hand on this one you were really difficult and picky, and you're going to repent this afternoon when you talk to your mom about how you didn't want to eat what you put on your plate. Anybody? Come on, raise your hands. I just want to say, how many were picky when you were younger, and you gave your mom a fitch when it came mealtime. mealtime? Uh, yeah, and the rest of them, I was always good. I ate all my baby food, and I ate all the string beans. I remember one time after my mom had been uh, killed in a car accident that uh, my aunt came to live with us for a few years, and one day we were sitting there and we had this bar in the kitchen and she sat there one day and she goes now keith you're gonna eat every one of those english peas and not to be disrespectful i said no i'm not and she goes well, you're gonna eat every one of the peas i go no ma'am i'm not she goes then you can sit here till midnight you're gonna eat all your peas i sat there till about eleven thirty. and do you know to this day when i see English pea I go in rebellion (laughs) nasty little thing so go give your mama some English peas today okay no doubt greatest influence probably in a child's life is their mom I mean I know there's some exceptions some moms maybe haven't done a very good job or something went on and maybe it wasn't good but for the most part a lot of us would go man my mom my mom And your mom is either incredibly positive witness or she's a negative witness and she gets to choose that and work with God, but she has the power to bless and she has the power to distress. And I love moms that have the power to bless our lives. Uh, When I think about moms, I'm just reminded uh, of how fun it is. And I remember this with my mom, I remember it with my wife as she took, raised our little girls as we raised Rachel and Hannah, if she would tuck them into bed and love them and pray over them and and how they would always say and they still love to say mom i love you did you hear the little freezing kid no it wasn't the freezing kid it was little uh help me bridges and bridges goes you're the best mama ever dude let me tell you the kid is getting a brand new sports car next week i mean it's good. it's unbelievable i mean mom i mean you know when you when, when moms do a good job man, it just seems to come back on them. Even when they do a bad job, God just has a way that he can redeem and restore. And um, so as I was writing this message, I started reflecting on my own growing up. And I remember my mom, man, man, she was a lady. I love my mom. She was tall and slender and dark-headed and just a gracious woman that loved me with an incredible love. And I thought about how I loved to spend time with her. And I remember that I spent a lot of time, it's like in the car, and she was always toting me to somewhere. I always remember going to the post office. When you were born in the 50s and, and grew up in the 60s, there was this thing called the post office. I know you young people don't know what the post office is, but they have this thing called the post office. And people used to write letters, you know, and and you would go there and that was a big thing we would go to the post office all the time to get mail and it was a lot of times it was coming from her mom from my grandmother and i remember and the cool thing i liked about going to the uh, post office was next to the post office there was like this like zippy mark kind of deal and you could like snack so i was like hey I'm, I'm up for this we're going and she and i can i can still remember if i close my eyes i can see tears coming down my mom's face reading the letters from her mom and that you're saying wow man how old are you (laughs) and then ball games i remember my mom took me to ball games and being my cheerleader and a lot of you don't know this i didn't talk till i was five years old so on top of school i had to go to a speech pathologist the first few years of school to learn how to speak i think i learned how to do that (laughs) some of you're like i wish your mom would have skipped out on a few lessons (laughs) but I learned how to enunciate words and speak with clarity that I might be an orator of God. (laughs) Had no idea. I can remember when we used to have speech when I was young. (laughs) No, no, I'll go back and sit in the back of the room. Now, give me a mic. I'm running for it. But then I remember at the age of nine, losing my mom in that tragic accident, and my life was forever changed. So I'm a big fan of mom's very big fan of moms, most influential person in my life in my early years was my mom, so let's look here, okay, anybody got any tissue, man, I, don't, you know, I looked over and I saw Doug, he's like wiping a tear, now I mean, if, if you get Doug to cry, man, you've done something, isn't that right, Doug, Doug told me, I don't cry much, man, I cried when I wrecked my car, but that was it, okay, here we go, I right, know, no, you didn't wreck your car, here's 10, 10 deals here, 10 ways a mom can influence a child's spiritual life. And I thought, man, God's bigger than mom. So if God's bigger, we need to look at him and get directives about how to live our lives. And so I thought these would maybe help somebody today. So number one, pray with them and for them. I think it's the greatest thing that a mom can do is just to pray with their child consistently and to pray over them and for their day and, and with them and show them strength and courage. And in the Psalms, in the 145th chapter the fourth verse is a time of exaltation uh the psalmist is extolling the lord but it says one generation commend your works to another they they tell of your mighty acts you can did, did you tell that, throw that on the screen here's this next verse there it is that generation they commend your works they they tell the mighty acts of god and you know that's what that's what moms are supposed to do they're supposed to be raising us in the honor and the admonition of the lord and and i think kids always have learned best by example I, I know i do and i think you do and how will kids ever learn to talk to the lord when they're young if they don't see it modeled in front of them called parents or grandparents what a unbelievable honor the lord gives us to realize that we can model and our prayers make a difference that we bring every concern dream desire fear we just bring those to the Lord and when moms do that man I think kids learn well about how good this God is and the best times to pray with kids I've always felt the best time to pray with kids of course church is a good place but I think the best place is on the way to school and if you've had the privilege of driving your kids to school and somebody went privilege I, I don't know if it's a privilege well I'll tell you what I'd give some serious money right now to go back and have some time in the car with my girls to go back to school for a week And drive them every morning now at the time i thought man man when is may coming is school about to be over some of you right now glory glory to god do i have a testimony and you're tired i understand that moms but there's something about in the car that you just get uninterrupted time and you can listen and, and you can share with them and the other ones at bedtime you ever notice how spiritual kids get at bedtime but bedtime's always a great time just to talk about the things of God, to commend Him, to lift Him up, to pray offensively with our, for our kids. That, uh, how many of you when, you, when you go on this offense, you, you begin to realize that the job of a mom is to protect their child. And not just physically, and I, I think I know you would do that, but it's to protect them spiritually. And you pray a hedge around them, you pray protection around them. And And, and dads, that's our job too. I, I know that's a job that I've been doing seriously now for a long time. And I count it an honor to pray around my girls and around my son-in-laws and around my grandchildren and moms do this, pray, and pray defensively. Do you know, kids, listen to this, teenagers, your mom can pray people out of your life. Did you know that? And some of you are like, I've been wondering why that person quit calling me. I've been wondering why they don't ever come because your mama knows Abba and he listens when your mama prays. And, And we laugh. So Donna's going to come testify right now about the one she prayed out of our kid's life. No, no. She could because she, she, she knows this. We just thought that God's bigger than her and he's bigger than your mama and that God can move things and he's a sovereign king. And, and here, just write this down. About prayer, you, you, you want to pray scriptural prayers. Begin to meditate on the word and chew. It's say, God, give me scriptures to pray. I just uh, write down some verses here. Third John chapter, uh, verse 4. Third John 4. I have no greater truth or no greater joy than this to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Man, that pleases every mom to know that her kids are walking with the Lord. Second Thessalonians 3.3, 3, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. And moms love to pray that prayer that their kids, their babies, their teenagers, their young adults might be undergirded by the strength of Christ. Colossians 2.2, 2, that their hearts may be encouraged having been knit together in love attaining to all the wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding resulting in a true knowledge of god's mystery that is christ himself moms do that they pray that their kids might be fully fashioned formed framed made into the image of christ and a lot of times teenagers or adults young adults or whatever they, they go rebellious they go to go off the reservation and parents pray them back home secondly look at this one read the bible to them and for yourself moms you know i hear this all the time as a pastor i was a youth pastor for a long time been a senior pastor now 21 years and sometimes people tell me they'll go we're coming back to church preacher we're coming back to church as soon as we have our first kid because our kid needs the lord i just want to throw up in jesus name I go, isn't that sweet? Your kid needs the stories of Jesus. You need Jesus, and the church said. And the teenagers went, yeah, my mama needs Jesus. Tell her right now. She's been mean to me. Well, I'm like, we'll ask you later what you've been doing. But listen to Joshua 1.8. I love, I love this little scripture. It says, keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, not some written in it. And then, and then, and only then will you be, circle these two words. Then you will be prosperous. Then you will be successful. Who in this house does not want to be prosperous and successful? No one. And God says, Lord, I want to be prosperous. Lord, I want to. So kids, they, they, they teach, uh, They teach, they read the Word of God. And for some of you, you can hear your mama right now. You can hear the scriptures that she's read over you, that she's prayed over you. Maybe today, maybe yesterday, maybe last week, maybe last year, last decade. Voices. I think about my own life. I think about my mom and how I long for that voice. I'm coming up on 50 years. I haven't heard her voice. And you're saying, man, I hadn't heard my mom's voice in about 10 minutes and it's been kind of great and some of you are like man i hear my mom's voice and i'm going to treasure it now pastor because i've kind of not been very obedient or very good to her i've just kind of blown her off i've not made her a priority look at the third one it it exhibits steadfastness in the word of god psalms 111 verse 10 all who follow his precepts they have good understanding see moms that set out to follow the word of god then they have the knowledge of the holy one they begin to follow god they be can, begin to become more like christ as they get to know him better as they fully know him and then we get to see that express we get to see as they reflect jesus to us as they meditate on a regular basis as, as moms engage the word of god god does something how many of you believe that god works when you engage his word how many of you believe that god works when you engage his word then every one of us, we need to engage the Word of God. It's not enough just to come on Sunday morning or go to your favorite church or go wherever or hear your favorite podcast or your favorite speaker. Those are good things, but God wants to do more. He's the answer. R.C. Sproul, a great writer, said, if we're serving God without joy, there is something wrong with that service. Lord, We want to serve you with with great joy we want to uh, be faithful we want to run after you we want to make you our everlasting god and look here at number three did i do three yet it exhibits somehow i got them off in my notes here i was looking at it like that doesn't make sense Exhibits steadfastness in the word of god that's what moms do they they hold on they consistently they're immovable they go god i love your word god i'm running to your word for my needs god i'm running to be with you so i exhibit stiff asses look at four they They're be diligent in their duties mom be diligent at what you do now that that sounds kind of funny for dads like we need to hear that like be diligent because sometimes we're diligent sometimes we're not but like moms how many of you have decided that god gave mom a supernatural spiritual gift extra gene extra something that your mom could do multiple things at the same time you ever figure that out she can help you with your homework. She can cook dinner. She can do the taxes. She can change the oil in the car. She can cut the grass. No, 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 that's, that's something that I, I'll be dad's job. I mean, mom's just, I mean, I, I watch my wife. I'm just amazed how many things she gets done. You know, and I'm just like, I look over here like, man, I'm just tired watching you. Like, you know, I just want to chill. I go, hey, let's just chill. She's like, well, I got two or three things I'm going to do, but I'll do it with you man multitask multitask you're a queen of it. we we model what we teach moms uh they're they're working they work they they, they get their chores done and so moms here, here's a simple word is you're doing your work a lot of it especially when they're young do as much as you can in front of your kids and your kids will maybe learn to be diligent maybe they'll learn it man my mom's not lazy my mom is a worker my mom doesn't even know what the word slothful means man my mom is diligent with a big d my mom is focused let me tell you what we're going to do this summer. I'm going to start a brand new series when summer starts, June the 4th. And it's on the book of Proverbs. And moms, this is one of the greatest things you can do. Read the Proverbs every day. and Read the Proverbs every day to your child. And I think God will give us principles and things that we'll talk about this summer. So modeling perseverance, never giving up. Uh, the fifth thing, look here. Serve others cheerfully. I, I like what the Apostle Paul says over in Romans 12, 11 never be lacking in zeal but keep your spiritual fervor serving the lord don't you like that spiritual fervor what does that mean it means lazy it does not it means all in all out for the master and moms they're they're not lacking in zeal they shouldn't be lacking here and they serve cheerfully i thought about some things when my kids were growing up the way that uh, how my wife would wake them sometimes and good morning girls or good morning sunshine or just greet them or it's time to get up. And one of them, I won't tell you, one of them was a little more eager to get up than the other one. How about five more minutes? How about five more? How about five more? How about you late? Okay, okay, here here it is. The praise that she would give them when they did their assignments and their schoolwork and their scholastic things or just whenever they, or our kids played violin Rachel back there happens to be a classically trained violinist, and when she first started, it was a little bit, baby, I love you, it, it, was, it, it, it was a little different when she first started. Do you know why she plays the violin? True story. can't make up stuff this good. Donna drove a little Honda Accord, and our kids were in a, a performing uh, art magnet school, and she went in, and uh, Rachel, it was a cello, right? And she came out with a cello. And when you drive a Honda Accord and you've got a cello and, she, and I remember, she, it's funny, isn't it? She had to go back in and says, my mom wants to know if I can have another instrument. It won't fit in our automobile. She came back with a little violin. Yeah, isn't that cool? It's amazing how you get shaped just because of the size cars you drive. Some of you are like, dang, we're still in that truck. My boy comes home with a tuba. I'm leaving. I don't know. Just, just think. I, know. I, I, I think that's funny. I laugh at myself sometimes I'm so weird okay here you go third this is what my girls loved about my my mom about their mom she liked to volunteer at their school served on the PTA board did different things with them Loved to serve snacks Loved to do that and I gotta tell you who doesn't like a mom that likes to serve snacks you know what I'm saying Just, just different things here helping with a here it is the principle is serve others cheerfully moms that's the greatest thing you give your kids serve your kids with joy I know you're tired. I know you're exhausted. My goodness, what you do. You, man. I hope today somebody rubs your feet. I hope they're nice to you. I hope they give you flowers, unless you got allergies. And I hope they're good to you. I hope they're gracious, but not just today, every day, modeling cheerfulness. Listen to Psalms 102. Serve the Lord cheerfully. Just write that down. Psalm 100, verse 2. Serve the Lord cheerfully. Let's say that together. Serve the Lord cheerfully yeah you sound cheerful there you go daily choice and attitude matter of fact i was doing some research on this and i found out about a canadian runner that i had never heard about and i found out he was the second greatest athlete some canadians say i I should have verified this with you jeremy I, i i thought about it earlier and then i forgot so here it is now the canadian runner's name is anybody know terry fox listen to this guy amazing he lost a leg to cancer, and he set out to do the impossible to run across Canada 5,300 miles, one five-hour marathon at a time. He died before he reached the goal. I know some of you are saying, dude, I'd die before I reach the first one, okay? And daily he ran a marathon, the story, uh, these stories told me. He ran six marathons a week and took one day of rest and he did this all in the name of raising money for cancer i read a story that he raised 23 million dollars for cancer i thought man attitude determination he changed people's attitudes he changed people's attitudes toward disabled people he showed that while cancer has claimed his spirit or claimed his leg that his spirit was unbreakable that he could accomplish great things and he had this thing called the marathon of hope and he would run and run and he'd run through ice storms and he'd run through summer heat and he would run through wind storms and whatever and and people began to call him a hero and this guy from what i could tell was very humble and he shunned the notion that he didn't want people to give him a lot of fanfare and on the 143rd day he was forced to stop the cancer took his lead leg spread to his lungs and it killed him in the summer of 1981 but as I learned more about this guy named Terry Fox every time he would finish a marathon and they would put a mic in his face and listen to what he would say I don't know about tomorrow but I know about today and I'm glad God gave me this day to live one day at a time Terry Fox some of you are like man I don't like this guy And I think about how many times we whine, and we got two good legs. And this guy, man, you know, what what he went through, but an attitude, and he just went on and on. And look at, so he served cheerfully. Number six, cultivates a joyful environment. Moms, that's that's our jobs. That's your job. The Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Another verse, Psalm uh, 116, verse 11, in your presence there is what? let's say it all together in your there is come on say it let it ring the fullness of joy in your presence there is see guys i make myself listen to these podcasts every week on my walk i want to hear you i want to hear your anthem ring in your presence there's fullness of joy you're like really See, I'm hoping when I go back and I emphasize something that gets in your spirit, man. How many of you need to have more joy? All kids, hold up your parents' hands. Yeah, and, kid, and parents, hold up your kids' hands. Like, yeah, they need some, they need, they need an attitude. Can you tell that Terry Fox story one more time? Lord, give us joy. You know, ask a mom, mom, are you busy? Most moms are go, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm busy, busy, exhausted, exhausted. And they're running here and running there. And bind into this and bind into that. Sometimes we bind to lies and we just overexert ourselves. But yet, God wants to slow us down and not let us just see so much the blur of all the responsibilities. And, moms, y'all have so much responsibility and we're thankful for how you serve well. But slow down just to hear from the Father and see what He would say to you. And, uh, you know, I know, man, I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, man, I cannot wait to the end of school. I'm so tired of homework. I didn't know I was going back to school how many of you after you went if you went off to college or university or graduate school or whatever and then you had kids and you felt like dang I didn't like it the first time I'm enrolled again and then some of you have four, five, and six kids. I don't get it. You just like punishment all I can figure to do that much homework. No, the joy of kids, I totally get it, but to do homework over and over and over. But the checklist here. And, but moms, a lot of times we find exhaustion. And if I just went up down the aisles and I interviewed and so, hey, moms, how many of you are tired? You'd go, man, I am. And if I ask this question or if I ask people in your family, is your mom grouchy? <laughs> and, and we're not even going to ask if dads are grouchy, are we? No, 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 no. I just pray today, Lord Jesus, give all the moms peace. Give them joy in their journey. They're amazing, Father. They're your gift to our home. They're your gift to my life. They're patient and understanding and loving and forgiving and gracious. And praise God for godly moms that point us to King Jesus. A hyperactive lifestyle. Write this down a hyperactive lifestyle robs us of joy just suggesting this morning maybe we could just slow down just a little bit as we go into a summer maybe we reframe some things in our life just think: how can i slow down just a little bit more to enjoy my kids seven embraces a spirit of contentment that's that's what a godly mom does first timothy 6 6 but godliness with contentment is of great gain Lord, thank you for moms that help fill our insecurities and fill our tanks, and they just love us. Eight, a mom keeps the faith. That's what I pray for all godly moms in Christ Jesus, that they endure to the end, they persevere, uh, they keep the faith, they they keep Christ large and in the center of your life. In Proverbs uh, 28, 20, it says, a faithful person will be richly blessed. Moms, that's God's word for you this morning. When you are faithful, the the promise of the Father is to richly bless you. God, pour out the blessings of heaven. Right now, God, this week, just show yourself good and mighty and strong and help our mom. Because, Lord, I'm the person that maybe tests my mom. I'm the one that gives my mom fits. I'm the one that does whatever. God, help me. You know, moms are just, I could go on and on about this, just moms modeling authentic faith that's what moms do they, they do it so well look at nine this is amazing they bring order to chaos do any of you have chaotic chaotic homes yeah. you're like man my home man is like dude I, you know i dressed the dog the other day thinking it was my kid and i put him in the car and it's like the dog was dressed was like man it's like man can't find shoes can't find clothes man running around i mean you know i want you to see this next video with me these kids no, no, we don't have a video to show you I mean, can you imagine if there was a video of your life every week, you running out the door in the mornings going to school? It's just kind of crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's chaotic, it's chaotic. And, and God says, moms, you're marked with diligence. You're your marked to, to bless us. You're marked to show us, not necessarily have the perfect home. Of course, everybody wants to have the perfect home, don't you? Some of you are like, no, I'm content. No, I don't want a perfect home. Well, maybe you need to get a little more perfect home. And, and then some of you maybe are perfectionists, like you need to like slow off that a little bit. But but mom, hopefully one of her jobs is she's trying to keep your house free of just so much physical clutter. But let me let me go a, a, another step deeper. Let moms be, begin to be those people that they help keep. Uh, spiritual and emotional clutter and worldliness out of our home as they fashion, as they they present Christ to their kids, to their husband, to their home, to their community, to their church. Man, I've seen so many over the years in this church, just so many godly moms, so many godly moms right now in front of me. Wow, you do it well. You make Jesus look good. You You know, a thought came to me. That's the greatest job a mom can do is she puts Jesus on display. She puts Jesus at the center of the home. Jesus is the priority of their life. And you go, man, mom, deep devotion to Christ. Deep devotion to me as their child. But Christ was supreme. Look at 10. Moms have an influence. They just trust in God. Look at the psalm there with me. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Moms. Trust God.